and welcome to Let's Dive In. It's our little podcast. Where we have a go at answering questions all about life, the universe and everything in it. I'm Phil. And I'm Julie. So let's dive in. Phil, Phil, I have got to tell you something. You've got to tell me what? I went on an adventure with my youngest daughter, Selena, the other day, as you do, uh, walks in the park. Oh, walks in the park. I presume it was a beautiful sunny day. <laughs> no, of course not. It's autumn, it's November, it's cold and wet. So we go out for walks in the rain and we splash in all the puddles. Of course. Whilst we were on our walk, we saw these snails leaving their lovely trails along a brick wall outside someone's house that we were passing. And we saw loads. I've not seen that many on one very small wall before. There were like 30 or something snails. Some really big ones that Selena called the daddy snails. And some of them were the baby snails or the teeny weeny weeny ones. And then she came out with this question. Mama, how does this snail grow itself? Is it born with a cell? Oh, thanks, Selena. I'll try and find out. Well, I think we actually should find out. Let's dive in. Now, we've got someone who is a regular guest on the show to help us answer this wonderful question about snails. That's right. He has already helped us find out why spiders have eight eyes. And he's helped us out by telling us why there are no native snakes in Ireland. Uh, It wasn't St. Patrick. But... Before we hear from him, let's see what the kids who came into UCD Explore had to say about this one. My name is Elena. Um, I think it grows kind of like hair, so if you're if the snail is like a baby, it will be a small shell, and if it's like and it grows and grows, like the snail gets bigger and bigger. My name is Tony. I don't think it's born with a shell. I think it goes, finds a shell somewhere, and and then when it gets too big for it, then goes out of it and finds a new one. But let's see which one of these cool kids got it right. We're going to dive in with zoologist and Critter Shed podcast host, the wonderful and eccentrically fabulous, Carly Ennis. Well, snails are actually born with their shells. They, they hatch out, most snails will hatch out from eggs. And when they hatch out, their shell is very soft and very underdeveloped. So the first thing they need to do is to get some calcium into it. And where do they get the calcium from? It's from the egg they just hatched out. So they'll actually start eating their egg and that will go directly into the shell and start the whole process of the shell growing. Cool. But once it's eaten all of its egg, where does it get its calcium from to keep developing that gorgeous shell? Tyler who came to UCD Explore, had a go at guessing. Lots of hard materials like stone, concrete, very thin layers of concrete, and then also genetic organisms um, uh, and DNA, and then also leaves. And as the snail grows, as it's eating, it produces more shell by absorbing minerals and calcium from its food and even from rocks on the ground. So, the snail 
has an organ called a mantle. Now, the mantle is not a cloak. It's inside the shell and is connected to the snail's stomach. And as the snail goes around, slithering around, eating all of its yummy food, it absorbs minerals from that food, which it then mixes up with proteins that it makes by itself. So it's like a biomineral factory (laughs) that produces this kind of living rock, because they literally are biological rocks. They're that hard and they're made of all these minerals that the animal produces. And that the mantle is the the kind of the foundation of that to create this wonderful, wonderful uh, protection device. So in our preliminary chat, you know, the one you have with tea where you kind of find out what you're going to talk about. Collie mentioned something. He said that the beautiful bands that come up on the shell, and this is really cool, believe it or not, snails are like trees. If you've ever taken a really good look at a snail shell, you can actually see these bands. During winter months in in Ireland and in in Europe, the snails will hibernate and the the shell won't grow as much. In hotter countries, snails will estivate, which means that they'll go and bury themselves in the ground during the hotter months. And both of those times in each parts of the world, the snails will kind of shut down for those months and the, the, the growth won't won't happen as much. So that's that's how uh, you can tell how old the snail is by counting the rings on its shell. See, snails are like trees. How cool is that? And Collie told us that you can actually see the new parts of the shell growing. If you were to keep one as a pet, which is great fun, <laughs> You can you can see the soft edge of the snail where its head will come out of the shell. The soft edge is where the new shell is being formed, and it that pushes back and goes into that spiral. Well, you say when you have snails, it's great fun. I mean, it's not like you chase them around the garden. Um, it's like well, you'll know where they've been because you can kind of follow them. Do, like what what do do they do you play with them? What's your favorite snail? One of the first animals I would have kept as a pet. Um, believe it or not, was keeping snails in my old my granny's old biscuit tins with holes in the lid. Um, and I just found them fascinating. I like watching them grow. Um, they didn't run away too much. They didn't bite you. They were very placid. Uh, <laughs> and I'm really interested in little animals. So yeah, I, I thought they were great fun. And my favourite snails, obviously, are, are the African land snails that I breed now because they're crazy looking animals. You can People have bred them into all sorts of different colours. You even have albino ones. My question is, you know, like flamingos get kind of pinky because of the the shrimp or whatever they eat. If you get a snail to eat, I don't know, hundreds and thousands or randomly colourful things, is that is that how you get a rainbow a rainbow snail? It would is that work? Yeah, it does actually to a degree. Um, the, the the African land snails I was gushing about earlier on, they were introduced to Florida, for example, and Hawaii and places like that. And people have been able to track the snail's movements by looking at the bands of colour on its shell because the snails would have been scraping paint off people's walls in certain areas to help form the chemicals that make up their shell. And then they'd move on to another neighbourhood and they'd have a, a yellow house is there, blue house is there. So you have these multicoloured snails going around that were using up uh, the uh, the paints in the air in the the local area to make up their shells. 
So, just for fun, we asked the kids at UCD what colour they'd like to be, and obviously then what they would need to eat in order to become that colour. It's, it's top scientific stuff here. Uh, let's dive in. Yellow, and because I'd eat a banana. Purple. So I'd eat purple grapes. I'd eat strawberries, and I'll turn red, and I'll be nice and red. I'd just put some food dye. Oh, wait, actually, I know something that might work. You know, McDonald's used to have this, like, black Halloween burger. They used to use, like, full food colourings. So I'd just eat, like, 500 of them, then my stomach would be sick, but at least I'd be black then. Now, one of the other really cool things that Collie told us offline before we started recording was that sometimes, as part of his field research work, he gets the opportunity to travel to Africa to study his favourite snail, the African land snail. Now, we're all going to come across this at some stage during our biology lessons, and some of you might already have, but one thing we learn about animals is they adapt to live in whatever environment they're in. This means means that they develop special features to help them survive there. What is it about this giant African land snail that makes it so specially adapted to live in its habitat? It's evolved to live in Kenya, in Tanzania, in East Africa, these places. And it, it, there's more than one species, but they're all big and they're all chunky and they all have very, very thick shells. And the reason for that is twofold. There's a lot of predators going around that specialize in eating snails from birds to reptiles. So they have to have that thick, almost concrete, like rock, like rock solid. These are the types of snails. If you threw it at someone's head, they wouldn't break. They'd, they'd break the person's head. Or if you threw them against a wall, their shell wouldn't break. They're that tough. Now, don't try this at home. Don't try it at anybody else's home. Just, just don't do that. Also, because you have dry periods in places like that. They have to ret- retain fluids and the snails that have evolved over there have the thicker shells that can retain the moisture a lot longer and survive a lot better than uh, than a snail that wasn't adapted to that environment would do. God, snails are so cool. You know, before this, I was a bit like, mm, snails, yeah, not so cool, a bit slimy. They eat my vegetables. But now... I'm converted. Yeah, loved them. Like, I, I didn't expect it. Like, my favourite fact is that now you can tell how old a snail is by counting the bands on the shell. Just like how you'd count wrinkles on an one's face. <laughs> I also love hearing about how these bands can be different colours depending on what the snail eats. Yes, and of course we learned the answer to Selena's question. Snails are born with their shells. And they use one of their organs called a mantle that combines all minerals from their food with other biological juices, shall we say. And that's what helps make the shell. A living biological rock clock. Snails rock. Yes, so go out into your garden. Not get out of that garden. Get into your garden, into the rain, and go find some snail shells. See if you can tell how old it is and what it's been eating. But... Before you go, just a quick note to say thank you, thank you to Collie Ennis for joining us again on the show. Yes, he's so wonderful that also because we've strong-armed and persuaded him to come back again on another show where we're talking about another weird and wonderful episode all about insects. Thanks for listening. No, oh, I'd listen to the next one and all the other episodes and, you know, like, subscribe, share, do all that stuff. You know, smash that like button. That yeah. kind of, that's what I should <laughs> okay, say. You can stop right? now, Phil. <laughs> okay, sorry. Bye. Bye. 